been out the way but i'm back now i'm your host sam and i got a special guest with me today it's a special episode got a fellow new yorker with me a new york native just like myself super dope friend of mine sam welcome to the show hello i'm good thanks for having me for sure for sure for sure um start off with some light uh how was your halloween did you do anything <laughs> no, I was very boring and I didn't do anything. <laughs> I Word. did not do anything. Yeah. How about you? Uh same over here. Same over here. Pretty much went home. Uh did some uh editing on some other uh episodes I have coming out. And that was pretty much it. Watched some TV shows, but uh it was pretty lackluster. Um didn't hand out any candy. Definitely didn't do that. So not even one person came. Um, well, normally we don't participate in it, so we kind of just like leave the porch light off and like, that's like, you know, the universal rule, like the light not on, don't come up. So yeah, there were a lot of people out though. So Mm -hmm. let me ask you this. What, what is, what is Halloween like in New York? It's honestly pretty, pretty wild. I would say, um, it's definitely weirder if you don't dress up um, Mm -hmm. because everyone else is dressed up to the nines it's like the one time a year besides comic-con besides like new york comic-con like the one time of the year you see people out just dressed Mm -hmm. in the nines in whatever costume they have a lot of kids but i mean it's cool i mean it's it's different i guess from other parts of the country right right okay okay um where you where you stay uh, was there a lot of foot traffic? Were there, was there a lot of a lot of stuff going on? Yeah, yeah. So I live in the East Village and um, or near the East Village, not really in it, but near it. And it's it's a pretty busy neighborhood. A lot of bars, a lot of restaurants. Mm-hmm. So it it was very very chaotic. Not chaotic. That's not the right word. Just busy and, and a lot of kids too. Like they go to the different restaurants and delis and. They hand out candy or treats, and it's it's kind of cool. Word, word. Do you, would you say you saw like what was the best costume you saw, if any? Oh my gosh, that's hard because they're all really unique and they're <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all unique. Um, to be honest, it's not a person. It was actually a dog <laughs> that I saw. Okay. It's, it's not even that exciting or that that 
creative, but it was just this little French bulldog in a teddy bear costume. And it's just, I loved it because I love dogs. Mm-hmm. So to me, that was the best costume. Human-wise, I don't know if I have a favorite. Word. That's fair. That's fair. Um, one that I saw that was really, I wouldn't even say like it was, it was creative, but it was kind of so corny to me that I was like, all right, let's take the cake. And long story short, some dude went as a bag of leaves. And what he did was he <laughs> took a trash bag and stapled a bunch of leaves to the trash bag and then just started walking around saying he was a pile of leaves. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hey, yo, you, you, that's, you, you got me on that one. I can't be mad at that. So, that is really creative and very resourceful, I have to say. Right, right, right. But um, so we'll get into like this this one topic that I have that has to do with uh this guy who got convicted for thirty five years due to like a fire at the place he lived. Um, so uh, we were talking a little bit earlier, and you said that you haven't seen the show MythBusters. Do you know what the show is about, though? I have a general idea. Is it about? I don't know if it's two guys or like multiple people who kind of test out different, like, I guess, or they try to see if urban legends are true or things like that. That was a very poor explanation. No, that's, <laughs> that was, that was pretty much it. It is essentially two guys. And then like, they have a cast of people that like show up and help and do things of that nature. But that was the premise. So it's interesting because like I said, there was a guy who, back in like 1986 uh, were in a fire in a building that they lived in. Um, And two people were killed in that fire. And this was, it happened in like Southwest Chicago somewhere. So after like they had escaped the fire, so to speak, the police showed up and were like, Hey, yo, what happened here? And they, they were essentially saying like, we didn't do anything. And the main guy in this story, his name is John uh, Galvin. Um, so essentially him and his friend were kind of like, we had no parts of this. We don't know what happened. And the police just continued to grill them, just asking all sorts of questions. And it got to the point where they started to threaten the guys. They said like, Hey, if you don't say anything, like we could put you on like the death penalty, like you'll be in jail for X amount of years. And they essentially like pressured these two guys to admit to something that they didn't do. So, we fast forward a little bit to uh, around like, I think it might've been like 20, 20, like 12 or something like that. And Mr. Galvin is in prison and or jail, so to speak. And he's watching an episode of Mythbusters. And in this particular episode, they talk about how uh, it's a myth that you can start a fire by lighting a Molotov or a cigarette and throwing it on gasoline. And essentially John and his friend were accused of starting the fire at this building via using a cigarette and gasoline. He's watching the episode and essentially they come to the conclusion that it's impossible to start up a fire or heat anything up with a cigarette, bud to the degree that it would start a large fire. So he sees this and he's like, hey, yo, if that's the case and they've, they've proven it here, I need to take this to my case because they're accusing me of the same exact thing and clearly it's not real. So uh, someone else gets involved, uh, a lady by the name of, 
Uh, let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. I think her name was Christine. She was part of a, a legal team that worked to help wrongly convicted people. She hears about the case and she's like, oh, I've seen that same episode. I'm going to help you out. So she goes forth, does her footwork, and they hire a whole like investigative crew and they try that experiment over 2,000 times to essentially see whether or not the claim is true or false. And it comes up that in all 2,000 times, not once did the cigarette ignite the, the uh, gasoline or anything in the vicinity to cause such a great fire. So he's like, all right, bet. Now I have the proof that it doesn't work. So he goes to appeal for it in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, they pretty much accept that it is what it is. And they're like, you know what? We're right. We wrongly convicted you of this. Uh, that's on us. Unfortunately, he didn't get out. Him and his friend what? did not get out until the, uh, what's the date? Until 2022. They got out a couple couple months ago, actually. Uh, back in March, they got out. It took them from 2007 until now for the case to not only go through who it needed to go through, but for them to get cleared of the charges. Along with those charges, they go back and they talk to the officers who had reported to the crime, and they admit that they had wrongly accused the two and used excessive force to get an answer from them because they wanted the whole case to kind of just get done and over with. So at this point, this man has been in jail for almost 35, just about 35 years over something he didn't do. And it took him around 10 years to realize that, or not to realize, but to find out and do the research to see that it wasn't even logical for this thing to happen. I thought it was a crazy story because that's 35 years of your life that gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't get that back. Not at all. Not at all. And to find it by watching a television show behind bars is like that's a, that's a really interesting case. I don't I don't think that I've ever like gotten out of anything based on watching something on television, being like, "Well, it happened here, so let me go back and do my footwork." But mm-hmm. I don't know. That was crazy to me. Crazy to me. It's crazy, and it's kind of. I feel bad for this guy. Like, cause he's like you said, that's 35 years of his life. He can't get it back. Thank mm-hmm. God that this show came out and this episode came out right. so that hopefully he can be cleared from this crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> there was a point in time in my life when I was super heavy into like dating and just talking. I'm kind of pretty chill now. I don't kind of to myself, but there was a point in time where chick wanted to go out mm-hmm. and I wasn't really feeling her, but mm-hmm. I knew that she was allergic to peanuts. Like in the sense that like, can't really eat it. Shouldn't really be around it. So, uh, I, uh, bought some peanut M&Ms. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. Hey, uh, listen, <laughs> ate a couple. And then, you know, when it was time, it's kind of like, hey, thought I'd let you know uh had some peanut M&Ms earlier. Uh, and I just I brought it up 
in a casual way and then specifically said like yeah it has some peanut m&ms and they were they were delicious she was like oh i'm like really allergic and i was like oh that's right i completely forgot that's that's on me that's that's on me we might have to like reschedule maybe figure it out another time and they, she was kind of like uh i don't know i really wasn't feeling it anyway i was like hey word it looks like it looks like we all we all in the clear then she was like yeah it's unfortunate though i wish you had thought about that but all right it's cool and kind of just left it at that oh we, we you think? You did think about it that's the thing you did yeah you did think for, about for it. sure for sure you're not <laughs> Wait, wrong okay so i have a question mm-hmm. you ate the peanuts because like did you not want her to try and kiss you or something and like is that <laughs> That was that was definitely like a thought. Okay. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> but like, it was more or less. I really just really wasn't trying to go, and yeah. like, I was like, well, people who are allergic to stuff usually don't want any parts of something that they're allergic to. So I was like, it's the next best thing. I mean, at first I was thinking of buying like a whole bag of trail mix and then like <laughs> eating them while I was there. But then I was like, nah, man, I'm it's really not trying much. to call. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know, but we, you, uh, you ever had like an excuse to get out of a date and anything crazy like that? Not as dramatic as eating something that the person's allergic to, for sure. <laughs> but so I've been in a relationship for six years, so I haven't been on a date any like any time in the recent years, not a new mm-hmm. person date, if that makes sense. But when I was single, I went on a date with this guy, and it was. It was interesting because he was, I was 19 at the time and he might've been like 22, 23. And so we hung out and I remember he told me that when he's 50, he wants to be dating someone who's 21. And to me, that was like, all right, (laughs) this is not happening. This can't Mm -hmm. continue. So um, to get out of seeing him in the future, I, I didn't do anything crazy. I literally just ghosted him, but I felt so bad. I don't know why. I just felt really yeah. guilty. So mm-hmm. I, I never got out of a date in a dramatic way. The worst thing I ever did was ghosted. But I feel like that's the norm nowadays. I don't know. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, I know a lot of people, or at least I talk to a lot of people that, like, they do a lot of, like, the hookup stuff. And, like, if they're not feeling the hookup or, like, they just don't feel like going out that day, they'll just not respond and then block the number or whatever. And, like, uh, I don't think I've ever – at least I can't recall that I've ever ghosted anybody, but I can understand because like I've been ghosted for sure. It's definitely like I don't I don't know if I guess the word would be emotional, but like it's like someone really put in the effort to send you a message, any mm-hmm. message, just not to even like look at it or respond. Is it's, it's kind of crazy, but at the same time, it's really not because that's what we do nowadays. When you don't, you're not interested. You know, you kind of just show no interest. But I mean, like, hey, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. No, but it's funny because I feel guilty now. I'm like, damn, I really should have. I should have just been like, I'm sorry. I'm not really. I'm not really feeling it. You know, I, I should yeah. have been honest. <laughs> now I feel I mean, bad. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Hey, I mean, you're six years strong with someone else. So I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> the past, I guess. Yeah, he's living his life. Probably sure. dating someone who's ten years younger. It's, it's yeah. chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both we're both from New York, but I'm from like upstate New York. I was born in Syracuse. I totally forgot that. I don't think I knew that about you, did I? Um, 
I don't know. So actually, to be honest with you, I don't think we've ever actually had a conversation like just the two of us where we just kind of chatted it up. Good thing we're doing this. But like, yeah, I guess that's something I probably I don't think I've ever shared that, actually. Because like I've, I, I definitely feel like I've asked you, like, have you always lived in New York? Because I know at one point we had talked about uh, where your parents were staying. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so like I'm up there. Uh, but like you've been in the city or rather close to the city? Yeah, no, I live in the city. I live in Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Word. OK, so like one question I've always been asked by other people is like, do tourists bother you? And I can't really answer that question. Cause like not that people from out of not out of state really go to Syracuse cause they do, but like, I've never really, you know, experienced it. And I wasn't there for a very long time, but mm-hmm. like in your case, like tourists are there every day. Do they bother you? Like what, what's your tourist interaction like on a day-to-day basis? It's funny because to be honest, they don't really bother me. Um, okay. I just, I guess it's because I understand that they're here to visit. Like everything's exciting to them. It, I mean, maybe it's not, but most of the time they seem excited. And like they don't really bother me because as long as they're respectful and mm-hmm. I guess nice enough when they're out and about, it doesn't bother me. The only time they might bother me is in Times Square, which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm barely there, but if I am, um, then they might bother me a little, but that's less to do with them and more just the fact that it's so crowded, it's so congested. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have any ill will towards tourists because we've all been tourists at some point, yeah. you know. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, is it easy for you to spot tourists from like locals? Sometimes, sometimes I feel like <laughs> when you see someone who's wearing a, a generally nice outfit, but then they're wearing sneakers, like running shoes or something. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're dressed comfortably, but also stylish so that you kind of fit in here, but your feet are yeah. comfortable. Like it's kind of cliche, but that's one of the things. I think too, like if they're dressed kind of, how do I explain it? Like Europeans have a very specific style. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that kind of gives away European tourists. And it's it's amazing. Like they dress really nice. It's not a bad thing, but. Yeah. yeah, you can kind of spot them. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. How less busy do you think the streets of New York would be if there were no tourists, like nobody came to visit? Oh, significantly. I mean, I think it would be significantly less crowded, especially yeah. in places like like Times Square, like Soho, like Central Park, like mm-hmm. all of those that would be less busy. Um, but I feel like everyone's just moving to New York anyway. So even if you remove the tourists, like it might be a little less crowded, but yeah. New York will always be, always be crowded. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, another question I've been asked, and I don't know why I've been asked this, but <laughs> the question is what exactly is upstate New York? I would say <laughs> places like Buffalo, Syracuse, uh yeah. anywhere like there's just trees in like land is upstate but what, what do you think do you agree disagree i agree i think anywhere past the hudson valley i don't know if you're familiar with that area it's like basically the yeah it's like the areas right outside of the city itself i don't really count that as upstate i don't know if it technically is but for some reason in my head it doesn't count but yeah buffalo syracuse um I'm trying to think what other places are in upstate. This is terrible. Yeah, um, I, 
I don't know any names either. It's been, it's been a long time for me. <laughs> but it's crazy that you're from Syracuse. What is it? Do you remember anything from there? Like, how not for not particularly. Um, so the interesting story with that is like, so my dad, co- he still coaches soccer, but he used to coach a girls traveling team and they were in Canada for a tournament. And my mom was pretty close to having me, like days, but I'd say probably like within the month, so to speak. And they lost the game on their way back from the game my mom kind of went into labor. So they went straight from Canada back to Syracuse, went straight to the hospital and bang came out super early, like a month early or so. So like they just happened to, well, I wouldn't say they just happened to be there. Cause my dad was also working at Syracuse university at the time. So like we lived in the area, but like, I think it's always interesting because if they had won the tournament, I would have, been born in Canada and then would have had to come back to the US and then I guess at that point I would have had dual citizenship but like yeah that's pretty that's much cool. it. yeah I think I, I want to say that I was probably there for a year or two maybe maybe two three years before uh, we moved and I think at that point we had moved to Maryland but yeah there's not like a whole lot there I do like there's some places that like I remember being popular like there's this restaurant called Dinosaur or dinosaurs, so to speak, that was really popular in the area. But yeah, it's all pretty hazy to me. But like, I don't know. Some people say that I'm not a real New Yorker or whatever. And I was like, I mean, my birth certificate says otherwise. And like, I don't know. I still have like a very strong bias towards New York things. Like, I'm very into New York slang. I listen to a lot of New York related, you know, music, movies, and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. No, but, that's so cool. And honestly, you're still a New Yorker. If your birth certificate says you were born in Syracuse, New York, you're a New Yorker. Hey, yo, you it doesn't matter. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> New York. You're a real one for that. Word. <laughs> well, on to these uh last couple of things. So um trying out this new, I guess this little game called like under over. So I'll like say something, um, and you say whether it's underrated or overrated um and i tried to get some stuff that was kind of like big in new york or things that like are often talked about uh so yeah are you ready sure yeah i'm ready all right so we'll start off with Times square underrated overrated (laughs) overrated why is it overrated why why you why you think that (laughs) because it's so funny we talked about tourists earlier but i feel like it is Mm -hmm. a tourist trap like it does very much Mm -hmm. cater to tourists and there's nothing wrong with it but i feel like there's so many other parts of new york that deserve attention and i don't know i just Times square is crowded all that's there are the big lights the advertisements things like that and then you have the stores like i I haven't been in years but it's just Mm -hmm. shopping it's all shopping it's all it's just chaotic so i think it's overrated I agree. I definitely agree. There's definitely some cooler places in New York to like visit or hang out in. Like I can understand like once a year, maybe checking out Times Square just to like get that feel. Cause you know, there's new stuff there and all that stuff. And I mean like going to, or like seeing the news station for good morning America is always cool. Like I was on an episode back in like middle school. Cause our school like won some raffle or something like that. And I was like, Hey, yo, this oh. is it. Yo. <laughs> but other than that, like usually like, Whenever I did go, like if I was, you know, with Joe or anything like that, it was usually like a pretty quick, like 
express tour. It was like, we got to get from point A to point B in the fastest way is through this way, but we going yeah. on foot. So <laughs> good. Makes times. sense. For sure. For sure. Next one is uh Chelsea market. Okay. So I feel like it used to be underrated. It used to be kind of a hidden gem, but mm-hmm. in recent years, I think it's become a little overrated, but that's a tough one to me because I, I think it is a good spot. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's underrated, though. That's the thing. So it's hard. That, that's a hard okay. one for me. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I've only been once, and the one time I did go, I was uh, I was impressed mm-hmm. with all the stuff that was going on. Bought a couple souvenirs, went a couple shops. But, like, at the same time, like, stores are stores. Food is food. Right. So, um. Yeah, word. Okay, okay. Next one is big bus tours. <laughs> oh, ooh, okay. Oh, I have to think about that one. Word. I want to well, say that it's overrated, but to be honest, I feel like they're underrated. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. I mean, I think that they're – I think for people who I – th- I would say for Americans – I think bus tours in general are overrated. You really don't need to be taking a bus tour if you live here in the country. Like do the do your do your own walking. Go see like go see it your own way. Experience it your own way. Like you live here. You have time to not I wouldn't say time, but like I think you get a more authentic experience if you do it yourself or like you find a guide that'll walk with you or like sure. an app of some sort. But like at the same time I would say it's underrated if it's for foreigners. Only because, mm-hmm. like, they're getting as much information as possible in such little time. Like, it could take sure. an hour trip around and get what they need. But then at the same time, it could be overrated for foreigners, too, because they could just as easily go and do their walking and, like, go see their the things they want to go see as opposed to seeing stuff that, like, has been glamorized on television or through movies and things of that nature. So, I mean, I think I, I would say I'm kind of split on that one because, like, there are some people also in this country that have never been to New York City at all. And, like, that's one thing, like, they're like, yo, I got to go at some point. New York is that place. So, yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like, too, it's good for kids because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I don't know how long a kid can walk, but they got little legs. You know, sometimes they just need to be put on a bus and show them the, the sights. Right. <laughs> Shout out the little <laughs> legs. That's funny. Word. <laughs> Word. Uh, this next one. We'll start with bagels in general. Ooh, okay. I'm going to say that they are... Ugh, New York does have really good bagels, though. New York For has sure. really good bagels. <sighs> These are some hard ones, Sam. <laughs> hey, I'm trying. <laughs> These are hard ones. I'm going to say, but then again, people always em- emphasize the pizza. Mm-hmm. So I'll say underrated only because when people have asked me about New York food, pizza always comes up first for some reason. But I know that's not mm-hmm. the same for everyone. For some people, they bring up bagels. So I'm going right. to say underrated. Okay. Okay. What do you think? I, I agree. Uh, I'm I'm down for the cause with bagels and I don't think like I just don't think like there will ever be enough shine on just like the bagel the the bagel 
combinations breakfast lunch and dinner i mean the the cream cheeses man the different flavors of bagels man it's just it's like a i mean essentially it would be a is i guess it's a bakery item but like i don't know it's just it's the the limit the options are like almost unlimited in my opinion do you have like a favorite type of bagel or like a favorite combination or like of spread and all that Hmm. you have a go-to so i really like cinnamon raisin bagels I think those okay. are really good when they're from the right place, when they're from mm-hmm. the right place. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of spread, hmm, with a cinnamon raisin bagel, I feel like the spread has to be simple because you don't want to like take away from the cinnamon right. raisin. Mm-hmm. So I would say maybe just regular cream cheese with that or maybe butter to add a little salt to the to the sweetness. Yeah, you know? yeah. Okay, okay. I'm with you on that. Um, I'm also a really big fan of like everything bagels. That became yes. an acquired taste, but like <laughs> everything bagels and then like reg- plain cream cheese, I think takes takes the cake, but like if we're talking like a uh a specialized flavor bagel like a cinnamon raisin or a french toast or like mm-hmm. a I don't even know, like a blueberry something like I really like uh like a walnut like cream cheese spread uh there's a place near me that uh does like walnut um they do wall it's walnut and cinnamon raisin uh all in one they they make it homemade it's it's top tier it's top tier but those are usually like my go-to i mess with an asiago i'm not gonna lie to you but like if i do asiago it's got to be like a bacon egg and cheese or something like that Bacon, egg, but and cheese. that leads me to the next point, or the next one is bacon, egg, and cheese bagels, because that's that is the thing. That's a New York thing, right there. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Is that over or underrated? I'm gonna say specifically bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel to me is overrated because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, okay. I per- that's a personal one for me. I just love yeah. a good a good like bun or something. I, I forget what the actual bread they use. I'm not I'm not a <laughs> a foodie type person i get you i get you i'm a i'm a classic girl so i like a bacon egg and cheese on a roll with some salt pepper ketchup you know um but on a bagel to me it's just too much personally but i could see Mm -hmm. the appeal i i could yeah you know i see it that's fair that's fair me and joe uh were recently talking about bagels and he was like man steak egg and cheese my go-to wherever i go that's one thing i'm definitely gonna look for steak egg and cheese with some onions yeah yeah on interesting a bagel right or a roll on a bagel really yeah yeah that's a new one for me i've never i have to try that yeah um mcdonald's has a fast food version of it but it's just super greasy but yeah. i've been to a couple places where uh it's like really really well cut put together um they do the steak really well you um and then like your choice of cheese if you want it um, your choice of how you want your onions cold, you know, sauteed up, ketchup, salt, pepper. But, it's very versatile. Like it sounds like you could do a lot with that. Yeah. Yeah, nice. for sure. For and I sure. feel like Philly would do that well. I don't know why. Maybe because they're cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe. Huh. Did they steal that idea? No, I'm not even. I can't mm. even. Not don't even trying to. <laughs> right. Don't start a right um the second to last one uh yeah. you touched on earlier uh new york style pizza mm-hmm. 
What you uh, think? Another hard one. So like the New Yorker in me is like, that's totally not overrated because we do have the best pizza in my mm-hmm. opinion. I think we do, but I don't know because I've also had really good pizza in Jersey, which is funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like uh, if I say it's, overrated that makes me a bad person (laughs) nah 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 Uh, to be honest uh, with you new yorkers always have they always have like a few controversial takes that are unpopular to other new yorkers so like this is fair i feel like this is fair game yeah i just i'm trying to think of the best pizza i ever had and it was a margarita pizza in new jersey and that's the best pizza i've had i would have to say in my life like the cheese was just amazing the sauce it was so good and i've Mm -hmm. yet to find that exact or similarity or similar thing in new york i'm sure i could find it i'm probably just not going to the right places but uh i'm gonna have to say overrated word word what do you think that's fair i think i think it's if there was a middle ground i would leave it in neutral but i would say that it's (laughs) i would say that it's underrated in the ice okay um, I've had Jersey pizza and Jersey pizza is definitely good. Like if you go to the right spot, they've got some mm-hmm. gems, but I've also had Chicago style pizza. That's another big contender. Oh. Chicago pizza is good, but in my opinion, nothing, just nothing beats a solid pepperoni slice with like the ooey gooeyest of cheeses. Um, the right amount of sauce and then like i i like the i like my pizza to be not necessarily super flimsy but i like to fold it and i like to hear the crunch mm. in the crust when i fold it and that to me is like that, that that's a one and I, there's just a lot of spots in new york that do that chicago style i'm not really a fan I, i'll eat deep dish but like I don't know. Square pizza to me is just always like, I think triangle, the shape triangle is ideal. And also like, <clears throat> I like a, a deep, like a, a, a good size slice of pizza. New York mm-hmm. is just known for giving you like that right size slice. If you go like, I'm down with something being as big as my face. I'll eat that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the, pause, but I'll eat that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm just, I'm with it. So like, I would say underrated. I don't think, I don't know. I, if anyone ever asked me, like, if it, like there were a couple of people, like you've met Amrith, who's from, yeah, know, yeah, the Love east Amrith. or the, yeah, the east or the west, and like he's always talked about, like, where's the best place to get this, that, and the third. And one thing that always comes up is pizza. I'm like, bro, just go to New York, bro. Anywhere Honestly, in New York, go. You're right. I, I take it back. It is underrated because the thing is, it's hard to find really good pizza in another mm-hmm. state. Like it's very, it's in you have to find it in a very specific place. Mm-hmm. But in New York, like you said, if you you can walk into any pizza place and it's going to be good. It's never going to be like that bad. I mean, there, mm-hmm. there are some bad places, but generally speaking, right. you can find a decent slice mm-hmm. in many places in New York. So you know what? Mm-hmm. You're right. It's underrated. <laughs> I take it back. I take it. Back. Yes, sir. You heard it here first, it people. Back. Word, word. All right. This last one controversial for a lot of oh, people. <laughs> Crocs. Uh, uh. The f- 
I'm going to go ahead and say that they're overrated. I've never owned a pair of Crocs. They don't look cool to me. I'm, I've worn Crocs. Um, I don't know. They're just not for me. Rubber on my feet is is already kind of uncomfortable to me just because, like, heat, friction, um, but also just, I don't know. I don't ever really go anywhere where, like, I feel like Crocs would be my go-to option. Like, if I'm going out to the beach or something like that, I just wear some slides or some sandals. I don't, if I'm going out in the yard, I'll wear some sneakers or some flip-flops. I don't ever, just never really seen the appeal for it. So I think they're overrated. What about you? I'm with you on that. As a kid, I had Crocs. As a kid, I thought they were cute, but now, Mm -hmm. no, absolutely not. I think that they're really, they're, they're interesting looking. That's all Mm -hmm. I'll say. They're interesting looking. I mean, I, for some people, I can see the appeal, especially now that they've, redesign some of the crocs yeah but generally speaking i'm gonna say they're overrated word yeah i have seen some interesting like i don't know classy crocs like the ones with like the fur on the inside but even at that yeah they have like uh like you you know how like uggs have like that uh like they'll have like the what is it sherpa or whatever on the inside like i've seen crocs like that i've there's a there's a store uh in the mall near me that's a croc store and they have like it's like every color croc you could think they have the latest crocs and like the one time i went in there my sister was like oh my gosh they got crocs with uh stuff in them it's not just rubber and i was like ain't no way i looked at the price and i was like ain't no way somebody paying 150 dollars for this there's no way like yeah it was now the prices could have most definitely changed, but it just didn't make sense to me. I was kind of like, well, "Who? I don't." Again, like I don't know. It's just not something I would ever wear. So like, I, I could not get into confusing it. Confusing because the the whole point of Crocs is that they're open, right? Like they have holes mm-hmm. in them. They're open and airy. But if you have fur on the inside, then your feet are sweating, but you have the air. It, it's weird to me. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They remind me of like furry clogs at that point rubbery clogs with a a strap on the back for your ankle so oh my gosh but i do like i do like that some people like i've seen like on tiktok where like people will put the the strap down the back and say they're going into sports mode and stuff like that i've always (laughs) thought that was pretty funny going like off road but word word all right well that's pretty much all i had uh for today um had to had to talk to a native New Yorker, so there's that. Well, there's two uh, of us here, so you're right. New Yorker, right. New Yorker. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you uh, gotta come back. That about wraps up this episode. So, Sam, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you, Sam. I'm honored. Thank you for having me. All right. So you know what the deal is. Before we get out of here, gotta go over some of the music releases I've been banging with for the end of the week. So this is for the first week of uh, November 11 4, 2022. So we got Jid who dropped. Uh, it was a decent project. I mean, it was a deluxe for a project. It dropped a couple, like, what, a month and a half ago. But that was some heat. Dusty Locaine dropped. Summer Walker dropped. Joey Trap dropped. Clementa Zine dropped. Uh, Jill Trufant. Who else we got? Pivot Gang. Sleepy Hollow. S.G. Lewis, Selena Gomez, Dylan Sinclair, Fully Surfing dropped. That was a good project. Who else we got? Kenyon Dixon, he dropped. 
Uh, Connor Albert dropped. Bishop Naru dropped. That was some heat. Who else we got? Katori Walker dropped two songs. Johnny Yukon dropped. Drake dropped a banger album. I really liked it. He was definitely mad disrespectful on this one. I ain't going to hold you, but I liked it. Rome Fortune dropped. Ransom dropped. Who else? Raven Justice dropped. Boldy James dropped. Last Dinosaurs dropped. Ye Ali dropped. Genevieve dropped. Tempest. Joji. Uh, who else? We got Bobby Sessions. Topaz Jones. And uh, closing it out, Gorillas dropped a nice little three pack. But as for usual, I'm your host, Sam. This has been the Live From Anywhere chat show. And until next time, cool, see ya. Cool, cool. Yeah. Finally famous, nigga. Turn up in your love, baby. Yeah. Under your spell. Good. The higher and higher yeah. you take. Everything good. Shine down. Under yeah. your spell. Okay, I get lost in the night. Faded off of that brown. We could take shots of that white. Realest niggas around. Tell me what you like it, what you like it. If I let you call me big, take it to the D. I can show you where I live. Take it to the penthouse and show you how to live. And treat it like it ain't shit. Then ask you how I feel. How I feel, how I feel. How I feel, how I feel. Yeah, tell me how I feel. How I feel, how I feel. Man, to be around a nigga that's real. You know I came up, came down. Turn every dream I had real. So tell me how I feel. How I feel, how I feel, man, to be around a nigga that's real. You know I need everything in plural. That's Benji's and Euros. I just came back from that Perry. My life is moving.